What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everyone, to After Hour Tea. I am so sorry about the late delay on getting this up. Um, For those of you who are joining us for the first time, I normally like to get After Hour Tea out on Fridays. And it has just been a crazy week for me. Um, I am moving. I am, you know, doing all these things and packing. And (laughs) it's just been a little crazy for me. So apologies. But I'm still thinking about Housewives because a lot of stuff has happened in the last week. So uh, let's dive right in. So we're going to start with Atlanta. So update with Kenya and her divorce. So according to court documents obtained by Radar Online, Mark recently fired back at Kenya's demand for a temporary hearing. In her motion, uh, Kenya said the petition as filed shows that this court's intervention is need is needed as to the custody of the minor child. Her lawyer said there are various issues impacting the care, safety, and well-being of the minor child that could be continuously impacted if not addressed at least on a temporary basis. She did not provide detail for her request beyond the one line. Um, as previously reported, Kenya filed for divorce from Mark back in May. She is demanding primary legal and legal custody of their daughter. She listed the date of marriage as June 10th, 2017, and the date of separation as September 19th, 2019. Mark responded to the divorce, agreeing with Kenya being awarded primary physical custody, but he wants joint legal custody, which will allow him to have a say in his daughter's important life decisions. However, um, he's also demanding the judge shut down Kenya's request for the emergency hearing to address the safety issues. His lawyer wrote, Respondent denies that there are various issues impacting the safety and well-being of the minor child that could be continuously impacted if not addressed. Mark is on board with a hearing being scheduled for the court, but only to determine matters like child support and other issues. The judge has yet to rule on the matter. Kenya is trying to have the court seal the entire court record. Um, her lawyer claims that Bravo, um, that because she's a Bravo star and she's a high-profile individual, um, she is basically has heightened interest in keeping her private life from becoming public. He also added, due to her public persona, the petitioner's life, safety, and privacy interests are generally the subject of media outlets and as such. Uh, months after the divorce was filed, Kenya and Mark were seen together in the Bahamas for a family trip. It's unclear if they attempt to reconcile or the trip was just them co-parenting together. Um, so while that came out, um, he's also now he's demanding uh, the court shut down, um, or I'm sorry, Kenya is demanding that the court shut down Mark's attempts to stake a claim in the home she purchased in 2015. So this is uh, some notes I took about um, basically a countersuit, I guess. So Kenya bought um, her home for 515000 and did a complete remodel. Um, but sources say that Mark claims he invested money into the home during the marriage. In court documents, his lawyer wrote, husband seeks an equitable division of the party's marital residence. In newly filed court documents, Kenya pleaded with the court to deny Mark's claim over the home. She writes, respondent is well aware the petitioner owned and operated the property in question long before the marriage, which I agree. I mean, she had that before she met Mark. Um, And as previously reported, um, she claims that they have been living in a bona fide state of separation since that date. Um... I don't really know why he's trying to come for her house because I feel like she had that beforehand, but I don't know. Also, um, another update on this whole divorce thing. Um, a judge ruled Kenya's daughter, Brooklyn, can continue filming um, for Real Housewives of Atlanta for the show's upcoming 14th season, despite her father's attempt to block it. 
Um, the decision was reached back in June after Kenya and her ex-husband, Mark, were in court over custody. Um, Kenya filed for divorce in May. We know this. Um, so basically, I guess what had happened was that um, Mark said that he wasn't convinced that... Um, sorry, I'm trying to find my notes here. Yeah, so basically he's 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 trying to petition to not have his daughter be filmed on the show. Um, whereas Kenya is just, you know, that's her life. So she's trying to fight for that. Um, I feel like we haven't even really seen her on the show. So I, I don't feel like it really makes a difference. But I mean, since they're getting a divorce now, I definitely think that he has a say in whatever he wants. Personally, I mean, I feel like it should be up to the mother um that's just that especially if she's the primary caretaker of the daughter um i don't really feel like mark needs to really have a say in that but that's just what i think so anyways that's a mouthful of information but that's the update on kenya and i'm sure we're going to hear that or watch that play out on the next upcoming season of atlanta so that's currently it for atlanta i'm going to move over to beverly hills just a few things here um garcelle did do an interview with um e-news daily pop where she opens about opens up about her upcoming, um, I'm sorry, not upcoming, about her dramatic confrontation with Erica during uh, a couple weeks ago on Beverly Hills. So if you recall, Erica has found herself in the hot seat um, with her divorce and her legal proceedings involving Tom. <laughs> Yet uh, Garcelle admitted she was surprised that her question about Tom still calling Erica is what led to an explosive blow up on screen. Um, here's a quote from Garcelle. She said, I was stunned that that was the question that broke the camel's back. She had been so honest and forthright about a bunch of things, and not just to me, to the other girls. So when I said, oh, Tom calls her, which she was miked when she said it, so it's not like I said something out of turn, and they all went nuts. Everybody lost their mind, especially Erica. Um, Crystal was the only cast member to defend Garcelle, saying, I was in my separate car because of COVID. Everywhere we went on that trip, um, we were in separate cars. Garcelle also said, so I got into my car and I did not hear them have that conversation with one of the producers. Garcelle also revealed that she is not talking to, or she's not on speaking terms with um, Dorit. Uh, she didn't take lightly to Dorit's claims that she was unauthentic. Um, I think the correct term is inauthentic, but that's the um, notes that I took. Pardon me. Um, and just acting on Beverly Hills. She said, I am an actress. I could do it, but I'm not doing it. I haven't spoken to her. I'll see her at the reunion. Ooh, girl, I'm ready for that reunion. Listen, I think I said this on my Beverly Hills reaction um, with Gianna. I want to reiterate it because I've just, lots of things have happened so far. I definitely feel that, you know, I know because I've seen Erica on camera for like many seasons now. I know how she is, but at the same time, I really don't see, you know, poor intentions on Garcelle's end. I feel like she was just sharing that, um... Because it's really, I mean, it's kind of an interesting thing for Erica to open up about. And the fact that she, you know, got so agitated that Garcelle, you know, brought that up. I just thought that it was really weird. And I, I was definitely with Sutton when she said that something else is kind of going on here. And I didn't really understand the reaction. I don't understand why it was so harsh. Um, with that being said, I mean, y'all know I still love Erica. I feel for her during this tough time. But I also think that the reaction was a little you know, unwarranted, basically. So moving on, um, the investigation into Erica is heating up with people close to um, her co-stars, basically, and just people who she works with. 
Um, so according to some new court documents, Erica's um, divorce lawyer, Larry Ginsburg, and her business accountant, uh, Michael J. Ullman, will be grilled under oath on August 25th, 2021. Um, she's currently being investigated by the trustee presiding over her ex-husband, Tom's involuntary Chapter 7 bankruptcy. The accountant, divorce lawyer, and Jane's, um, not Jane, <laughs> and Erica Jane's landlord have all been ordered to court. Uh, they have been ordered to produce financial documents, including proof of how Erica has paid them for their services or to rent her Hollywood home. So that's the update on that. Um, <laughs> also, um, Tom's former law firm, Girardi Keese, is auctioning off memorabilia from Erica's singing career amid the former couple's um, ongoing bankruptcy case. So uh, described as Erica Jane collectibles, there have been 25 bids placed on sign magazine covers, frame photos of Erica and Tom, and the billboard plaque for her 2009 track, Roller Coaster. The memorabilia is currently currently listed for $350. Um, this news comes after it was revealed earlier this month that Erica may have to repay settlement funds intended for her ex-husband's former clients amid allegations that Tom's firm gave Erica's companies $20 million over the years. Um, that's the update with that. I did I did look into um, a couple of the things that they were selling. I thought it was kind of funny, but um, some weird stuff that they're putting up there. And I don't know why, and I don't know if they're allowed to do that, but they're doing it. So that's actually all I have for Beverly Hills. Um, however, I do have some sad news. If you're not on social media and you don't follow all these blogs like I do... Um, but you listen to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, I'm about to share some pretty sad news. Um, the future of Real Housewives of Dallas is unclear at this time, as the series has been put on an um, indefinite hold. So um, Dallas will not be returning for a sixth season in 2022. Bravo confirmed the news on Tuesday, August 17th of 2021. Uh, the statement that they shared to E! News was as follows. There are currently no plans to bring back the Real Housewives of Dallas back next year, and beyond that, nothing official has been decided. Although Dallas has no plans to film more episodes at this time, the show has not been canceled and is instead on an indefinite hiatus. So I'm really upset about this news because I thought that they were on a good track. I thought that they had hired some new people. And um, it's kind of sad to see a, a newer franchise go like that. I, I love the longevity. And it makes me sad because... I I like Dallas. I thought of it's I I thought it was good. Um obviously last season the ratings were definitely lower and I think honestly it's just the casting. I mean they kind of just needed to work on the casting, get the right group of women and um it would have been good, but um yeah, it's on an indefinite hiatus. So we'll say goodbye to Dallas for now and I will let you guys know if I hear anything in the blogs, but so sad to see Dallas leave us. Moving on over to OC, um, Andy Cohen is sharing details about the upcoming new season of Orange County. He reveals why it was the right time to bring back Heather Dubrow. And this is a quote that he spoke with. Uh, this is a quote from his interview with Entertainment Tonight. I think it was the right time, not only because I think the fans were asking for it, but it's always fun to bring back an old friend and see an old friend. But also, I think it was a great time to get back to the some get back to some of the aspirational um, luxury that the Orange County franchise launched with, and Heather certainly represents that. Andy, who is promoting his new Peacock series, X-Rated, 
um, also teased that Bravo viewers will be surprised by Heather's relationship with Gina. He said, I think they're going to be pleasant, pleasantly surprised. He said to those who doubt a Dubrow-Kirschen-Heider friendship. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm kind of excited about that. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see who she gets along with. I mean, it says she's getting along with Gina, which is good. But um, I kind of feel like she's going to get along with um, Emily as well. So I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see. Um, who else is staying on? Oh, Shannon. I don't know where they left off. I don't know if they're going to be good or not. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. So moving on, I have an interview that Vicky, former cast member Vicky, did with the Slut Pig podcast, where she weighs in on the Real Housewives of Orange County's cast shakeup for the show's upcoming 16th season and reveals how she feels about Kelly Dodd's exit. Um, she explains why she was surprised that Bravo decided to give Kelly the boot over Shannon. She said, I was undecided on Kelly. I actually thought it was going to be Shannon because Kelly, you always have to have someone to hate. Um, and she's got a lot of good fans. She's beautiful to look at. She's got great style. I never really thought that they would get rid of her. I thought maybe they would bring her on as a friend. Um, however, Vicky reveals that she wasn't surprised that Bronwyn had been let go. She said, Bronwyn, absolutely I knew they would get rid of her. She just doesn't fit into middle America. People don't understand. I don't understand. If I'm confused and I'm very liberal in some areas, how can the viewers not be confused? When you are married and living with your husband and having seven children and never publicly showing that she's with her kids... She's with everyone else but her kids. She doesn't fit into what a housewife is. <laughs> in June 2021, it was revealed that Kelly, uh, Bronwyn, and Elizabeth were not asked back to return to OC. This is all known. Um, and if you didn't already know, the we're going to have two, three new members. Dr. Jennifer Armstrong, Noella Bergener, and Nicole James. Joined by returning cast members Shannon, Gina, and Emily. And now um, Heather Dubrow. So tune in for that. One more thing I wanted to share about OC, just because I thought this was interesting, which I don't remember talking about this on here with you guys, but I'm going to spill it now. Um, a judge has ruled Shannon's daughters can film uh, Real Housewives of Orange County despite their father, David Bedore's initial objection. I didn't know that he objected to this. Maybe I just forgot about it, but there's basically some new information. So um, according to some new court documents, the judge ordered the former couple's Twin daughters are allowed to continue filming as cast members of the reality show The Real Housewives of Orange County without interference from David. Per their deal, Shannon has to pay David $6,938 in attorney fees. All hearings have been taken off the calendar as a result of the agreement. As previously reported, Shannon filed emergency documents in court asking a judge to allow her two 17-year-old daughters to continue filming on the Bravo show. Um, in the filing, Shannon claimed that she has recently been asked to begin her eighth season of the show, but the production wants to film her with her three children, Sophie, Stella, and Adeline. Um, however, Sophie is 20 years old, so she can decide if she wants to be filmed or not. Um, the filming of the show is my primary career. This is a quote from Shannon, by the way. The filming of the show is my primary career and is a part of and supportive of my primary income source for which I use said income to care for my children. If my children do not film on the show, I will be in violation of my contract and will lose my job and thus my ability to earn income. I just have to say real quick, I definitely think that if she's using the show as her primary source of income, we're definitely going to have an issue here. I mean, you guys have all seen it's really, you know, everyone's replaceable and who knows, maybe this is her last year. I definitely think she should start pursuing something else because you just never know. You could get booted and not have a business. And I think, you know, Vicky 
and Tamara, those are great examples of setting themselves up before exiting a show. Um, you know, Vicky has been an insurance agent for many, many years. Tamara has her fitness line and, or I'm sorry, her, her fitness center, as well as her CBD line. Definitely set up there. Anyways, um, so in an opposition filed by David, he admitted that he allowed for the children to participate in the filming in prior years, but claimed things are now much different in their family's lives. To start, he has a new family and is trying to protect and not expose to a reality show. Um, he said, my current wife also has two other children of her own that do not need to have their mother exposed to possible disparaging comments made about our family on national television. He also claimed he's willing to compromise with his ex-wife, asking that she and the production company ensure no disparaging comments will be made about him on the show. Um, he said, I find it very troubling that these proposed limitations are not acceptable with Shannon and or her counsel, considering the fact that Shannon and I both have joint legal custody. It is also concerning to me that these narrowly tailored limitations are not acceptable with Shannon and her counsel because it gives me the feeling that she does in fact intend on referencing either myself, my new wife, and our new daughter during the filming of this 16th season. This is absolutely not acceptable to me. Um, and in a letter including the filing, um, RHOC producers confirm, confirm they would remove Shannon from the show if they are not able to film inside her home or all, or all the children. Quite simply then, without any access to Shannon's children, we are not able to document Shannon's life, and therefore she will not have satisfied the contingencies in her agreement with us, and we will not be able to have her on the show going forward, is what an, an, what an executive producer of the show wrote. So I'm sure you can imagine Shannon is probably hustling to try to make sure that David does not make that happen. Uh, but like I said, I think that she definitely needs to like figure some stuff out because... I don't think that she should use the show as her primary source of income, but that's just me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so moving on over to Potomac, I just have one quick interview that Karen did with E! News. Um, Karen sharing her thoughts on Giselle bringing up the alleged cheating rumors about Wendy's husband, Eddie, during the latest episode of Potomac. She said, rumors are always swirling around in this group, and I just refuse to be one to entertain it. I don't support it, and I go directly to the source. I talk to Wendy. She says it's not true. That's all I need to know. I'm not going to bring it up to the group for drama or extra punch. I'm an extra punch all by myself, so I just think it's a little cruel and unnecessary. She also added, but Wendy handles her own, and I certainly support she and Eddie ha as a couple. I'm so happy for them. Um, Karen and Giselle have basically been beefing since season six premiered on Bravo. So um, there's, I don't really see a chance of them rekindling a friendship. I don't know. But um, Karen says, I'm always hopeful, but unfortunately Giselle is slow to change. And I am just in a point in my life where I am at acceptance of those and the actions they bring. I'm always hopeful that she will get on the bandwagon because all the ladies, we are having a great time and I'm friends with everyone. Even though Robin is her ride or die and I have much respect for that, we have our moments because of her commitment to Giselle, regardless of what she says or does. I'm still okay with Robin and Mia, Wendy and Ashley and Candice. We are just having a great time. I'm just hoping that Giselle will get on the bandwagon with the ladies and change. Change is going to be required because these women are dynamic and they're not taking the bullying anymore and they don't have to. So she'll have to come correct. Uh, she also added, am I hopeful about our relationship? I always have a small amount of hope for us because we were good in the day. I, I mean, I really hope that they can reconcile. I really do because um, they're just, I feel like there's so much alike in a way. I mean, Giselle is more spunky than Karen is, but um, their personalities are really similar. Like they both have to be right and they're both really strong women. And I don't know. I just feel like 
when they're together, I feel like they could be really, really good. So anyways, um, yeah, that's the tea. So closing out with Salt Lake City, which premieres in just a couple weeks or maybe next week. I don't know. I have to look at my schedule. September 12th, I believe. Yeah, 9. September 12th at 9. Um, I have the cast portraits and the bios pulled up, but um, we all know these lovely Salt Lake City ladies. So I'm going to just introduce you to the new member, Jenny Nguyen. Um, introduced to the group by Lisa, Jenny is not afraid to ask the tough questions and has no problem jumping right into the drama. A successful businesswoman and married mother of three, Jenny recently sold her medical spas to become a stay-at-home mom. With Jenny at home more, her husband, Dewey, oh my god, I hope I say that right, that's so terrible, starts pressuring her for more kids, and when she becomes reluctant, he is willing to explore all options, including a sister wife. <laughs> now this will be good. <laughs> um, I'm definitely excited for Salt Lake City. I hope you guys are, because it is nothing short of fantastic so please tune in for that <laughs> well my friends we have reached the end of after rt i hope you enjoyed it and thank you so much for waiting for me to get my act together um here is your flash filming update atlanta has yet to begun filming for their upcoming season beverly hills is still airing on wednesdays um miami has finished filming so i will give you guys more information on that um pretty soon but they have wrapped filming New Jersey um, is still filming. I, th I think they should be done probably next month, hopefully. Um, New York is still airing on Tuesdays. Um, Orange County is currently still filming. Potomac is airing on Sundays. And Salt Lake City premieres on September 12th, so it will be airing with Potomac on Sundays. But it won't be on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock. Thank the lords, because that was just brutal last year. So... <laughs> Um, and that's your flash filming update. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. AJ.